From the Edwin Cardinal O'Brien Pastoral Center in Washington, D.C., home base for the Archdiocese for the Military Services USA, this is Catholic Military Life, the only official podcast of the Archdiocese. I'm your moderator, Taylor Henry. And for this edition, it's my honor to have as my guest Ms. Mary Lavin, Executive Director of Major Gifts and Planned Giving here at the Archdiocese. Mary, welcome. Thank you, Taylor. It's great to be with you. And our topic for this edition is two opportunities coming up in uh, November of 2022 uh, to support the Archdiocese. And um, Mary, uh, this is all about you and your and your office. So <laughs> now tell us, what are these two opportunities coming up? So Taylor, the first thing is the Triennial National Collection, um, which is a collection approved by the United Conference of Catholic Bishops to be taken every three years, the Sunday before Veterans Day. Um, It was first approved in November of 2012, and the first collection was taken in 2013, with subsequent collections in 2016 and 2019. I see, and there's a second opportunity too. What's that? Yes, there is. Um, The annual benefit, which is the largest fundraising, annual fundraising event for the Archdiocese, will be uh, held on Saturday, November 19th. Okay, so we have a Triennial National Collection uh, coming up in November, uh, and also the uh, 14th Annual Benefit for the Archdiocese for the Military Services, the AMS. Uh, which will also be coming up November. Uh, let's take uh, these one at a time. What is the Triennial National Collection? So the, um, the Triennial National Collection, as you know, unlike the traditional diocese, the AMS has no geographical boundaries. Um, it has no parish or parish registries and receives no financial support from the U.S. military or government and relies on private donations. The uh, Triennial National Collection for the AMS, um, as mentioned, was approved by the USCCB in support of its ministries and programs to be taken um, every three years, the Sunday before Veterans Day in most dioceses, while some dioceses do um, choose to take it on alternative dates. I see. So um, are dioceses all over the country taking up the upcoming Triennial National Collection for the AMS? They are, Taylor. And um, there is actually a list of participating dioceses on the AMS webpage for those that might be interested in confirming um, the date that their diocese is is taking it. Um, And it's in dioceses and parishes across the country, primarily the weekend of um, November 5th and 6th, which is the official date for this year. Um, but some dioceses have actually taken the collection earlier in the year already, and some will take it later, um, including two in early 2023. So really, um, the official date from the USCCB um, is November 6th, and then uh, dioceses based on their own needs and activities and when they think um, the support will best be received, then um, provide alternative dates that we make available on that participation list. So most parishes in the United States will take up the uh, national collection for the AMS the weekend of November 5th and 6th, November 5, 6th at Sunday Masses. 
but you say that uh, other parishes have been taking this up um, the the collection for the AMS uh, throughout the year, and, and some will will carry on into 2023. And you mentioned that um, for the benefit of our of our listener, uh, where can our listener go to find out? Uh, which uh, dioceses are taking up the collection and when? Yes. So the um, main homepage for the um, AMS itself is www.milarch.org. That's our homepage. And then once on the homepage, um, you can uh, uh, there's information about the national collection under the Office of Advancement or the um, the webpage itself is www.milarch.org forward slash national collection. And on that page, um, there is a video message um, from Archbishop Rolio, parish resources and diocesan resources, uh, frequently asked questions, um, and other information that might be helpful and of interest. Now, just how important is the Triennial National Collection to the Archdiocese? It's critical, uh, Taylor, and it's been such a blessing um, for the Archdiocese to be able to have had the um, collection um, every three years since 2013. Um, one, one of the reasons, obviously, is financial, um, but also, to awareness. Um, as we say, the AMS is still a best-kept secret. Um, and the National Collection has really provided a tremendous opportunity to help increase an awareness about the mission and ministry, and that there is a separate archdiocese responsible for um, the men and women and their families who serve our country um, and our veterans in the Department of Veterans Affairs Medical Centers. Um, and financially, uh, based on the fact of the AMS relying on private donations, um, the Funds that have been provided have been critical to support all programs and services. So the AMS, the Archdiocese for the Military Services, which is, as you say, that independent archdiocese responsible for ministry in the United States military, gets no government funding, no no funding from the military. It depends entirely on private giving for survival, right? That's correct. And. What are the programs the AMS offers to military families that are funded by these private donations? So the ministries and services um, supported by the collection include programs readily available in every other U.S. diocese, um, which include evangelization and catechesis, uh, sacramental records, the tribunal, um, the vocation and unique to the Archdiocese for the Military Services, Veterans Affairs. Uh, Related to vocation um, is the uh, Archdiocese Co-Sponsored Seminarian Program, which, as you know, is the only U.S. vocations program that provides priests for the church and the military chaplaincy. Um, The Office of Evangelization and Office of Faith Formation uh, support uh, faith community leaders with digital tools, Um, on-site training, and uh, ministry resources to assist military personnel and families who, as you know, are always on the move. Um, The funds will support the new missionary initiative in recruiting, training, and supporting missionaries um, to accompany Catholic young adults uh, through uh, authentic relationships with Christ. Uh, Donations 
are critical, as I mentioned, to supporting the um, co-sponsored seminary program, the average cost for which uh, for the Archdiocese is $25,000 per year uh, per co-sponsored seminarian, and which translates uh, right now with just the current number of men in the program to approximately $1 million uh, just this year alone. And for, um, the, for the benefit of our listener, we have about... 40 men coming through the co-sponsored seminary program right now. So looking ahead, over the next five years alone, what is the bill going to be to the AMS? Approximately $5 million or more, depending on the numbers as they continue to grow. So the AMS is providing not only chaplains for all branches of the U.S. military. Uh, The AMS endorses and provides faculties for priests to serve as active duty military chaplains, uh, and in the VA, as well as uh, in the reserves. Uh, and the AMS also provides contract priests uh, to serve the needs of the military. And yet, the provision of chaplains isn't the only thing the AMS does. The AMS runs a full uh, religious uh, faith formation and education program. Uh, the AMS has a tribunal that uh, adjudicates uh, issues of canon law, including uh, marriage annulments. Uh, the AMS has a, uh, a, a Department of Sacramental Records where all records of every uh, sacrament performed on a U.S. military installation worldwide is kept because we don't have parishes, right? Ordinarily, a, a parish would be the place to deposit these uh, records where they would be kept. But since the AMS has no parishes, they have to be kept here at the Edwin Cardinal O'Brien Pastoral Center in Washington, D.C. And all this requires a staff uh, and uh, other expenses to maintain. I'm talking to Mary Lavin, Executive Director of Major Gifts and Planned Giving for the Archdiocese for the Military Services. So, um, Mary, uh, what about the military? Uh, You know, these... Uh, collections, the donations go to pay for or to, to you know, fund uh, support systems for practicing Catholics in the military. Are members of the military able to participate in the uh, Triennial National Collection for the Archdiocese for the Military Services? Absolutely. And I will say that, um, you know, a number of Catholic military uh, members currently support the Archdiocese with uh, monthly donations or annual donations, attend different events such as the annual benefit, which we'll talk about. Um, But absolutely, they uh, can participate uh, in the national collection. Uh, Really two efforts, well, at least two opportunities. Um, In in our Catholic chapels, Catholic chapel communities, um, there will be a suggested designated offering that they can participate that way. Or if um, there is not a um, Catholic community, um, individual uh, donations uh, can be received by mail um, or by making a donation online. And we have a designated donation button on that um, uh, webpage I mentioned, which is www.milarch.org forward slash national collection so that an individual's gift um, can be tracked specifically um, for to support the national collection. And once again, where does one go to make that donation? It, the, the web address is 
M-I-L-A-R-C-H dot org forward slash national collection. And MILARCH, of course, being an abbreviated form of military archdiocese. So MILARCH, M-I-L-A-R-C-H. Uh, okay, well, let's talk about the other giving opportunity coming up this month. Uh, I say this month. We're recording this podcast on uh, October 12th, uh, and these two uh, uh, giving opportunities are coming up next month in uh, November. Uh, there's the uh, National Collection, which will be taken up in most parishes the weekend of November 5th, 6th, at Sunday Masses that weekend. And then on November 19th, is the 14th annual benefit for the AMS. Uh, how does the benefit differ from the National Collection? So the National Collection is taken every three years, um, whereas the annual benefit is, as it is uh, said, uh, taken annual, or held annually since uh, the first one in 2009. I see. And so what exactly is the annual benefit? What will take place? Where is it going to be? What time? What's all um, on the uh, schedule for that event? Absolutely. Absolutely. So the annual benefit um, is a wonderful evening, um, which has become a reunion of sorts for many, um, that uh, begins with uh, celebration of the Eucharist. Archbishop Rolio and all of um, the auxiliary bishops are in attendance. Um, there is mass followed by uh, cocktail reception and followed by a sit-down dinner. And the event itself has actually grown over the years. Um, it had um, been initially a two-hour uh, formal, wonderful stand-up reception and has uh, transitioned into, now as mentioned, the evening begins with the celebration of the Eucharist, the cocktail reception, sit-down dinner, and dessert reception, um, attended by approximately 300 people. Um, and is the uh, largest fundraiser, annual fundraiser for the Archdiocese. So the date for this year's annual benefit is Saturday, November 19th. What time does it start? Mass uh, begins at uh, 5 p.m. The event is held at the St. John Paul II National Shrine, um, and the other activities uh, follow. Um, tickets are required uh, to be purchased in advance with a registration deadline of November 1st. Um, all are welcome, and guests include um, retired military, active duty military, clergy, friends of the AMS, um, and it continues to grow every year. I see. So how does one register? You can uh, register online, um, which is uh, at on the... AMS webpage, which is uh, www.milarch.org forward slash annual dash benefit. The other way to do it is go to the homepage, www.milarch.org, and under advancement tab, you will see events, and you can click directly on that link. I see. So November 19th, Saturday... November 19th, 2022, at the St. John Paul II National Shrine, which is at 3900 Harewood Road, Northeast Washington, D.C., 20017. Registration is required by November 1st, 2022. 
What are the um, costs, uh, the, the opportunities uh, for participation? Uh, are there package deals, or how does this work exactly? I appreciate you asking that, Taylor. Um, there are several ways that um, someone can participate in uh, the annual benefit. Um, we have sponsorships um, that uh, range from uh, $1,250 to actually $100,000. Um, we have uh, individual tickets, which are $250 per person, or for those who are active duty or under the age of 35, um, we tickets are 150 um, and we also accept donations for those unable to attend either due to distance or other circumstances, but who are able to participate then as what we call prayer sponsors. Um, and they may submit their prayer intentions to be included and presented at the altar at Mass. So whether near or far, um, in person or not, it really is a, a special gathering of so many um, intentions, prayers, and experiences. I'm talking to Mary Lavin, Executive Director of Major Gifts and Plan Giving, and we are talking about two giving opportunities coming up in November 2022 to support the Archdiocese for the Military Services. And uh, Mary, uh, you know as well as I do, the economy is rough for all of us right now, including the AMS, which depends on private giving for survival. Um, share with me some of the um, benefits of contributing to the archdiocese uh, given the fact that it is not only a uh, the, the only catholic jurisdiction responsible for providing uh, ministry and pastoral service to those who serve uh, but it's also a what non-profit organization right absolutely and so uh, that means tax advantages for uh, gifts correct that is correct. The AMS is a 501c3 registered organization. The ticket prices, as mentioned, $250 per person um, or 150 for active duty. Um, and those under 35 um, are partially tax deductible. Donations are fully tax deductible. Um, and again, you're participating in the mission and the ministry of this archdiocese. And uh, the uh, proceeds from the uh, annual benefit are pretty much going into the general fund, correct? These are not earmarked for any specific purpose. For the most part, um, they support uh, um, all programs and services. There are a couple of donations that are designated specifically to a particular program at the request of a donor. What would you say is the most pressing need in the Archdiocese right now? We've heard a lot in recent years about the chaplain shortage. Chaplains are reaching mandatory military retirement age faster than they can be replaced. Um, would you say that the vocations efforts of the AMS are among its top priorities and, and biggest need for funding? The Vocations and Co-Sponsored Seminarian Program um, are certainly one of the top for priorities for the Archdiocese, um, as is the um, Office of Evangelization and Faith Formation initiatives, including the uh, new Young Adult uh, Missionary Initiative um, that we've spoken of. Um, you mentioned Sacramento Records um, earlier. The AMS is in the process of digitizing um, records uh, before they become obsolete because of the equipment. Um, you know, technology is enhanced 
um, than it was, you know, 20 years ago. Um, so that is a critical initiative. Um, the AMS has also been upgrading um, its technology um, in many different ways, including its uh, database domain and communication tools um, to stay in touch um, and to um, record um, uh, the records of um, our clergy and our donors and our seminarians. Um, so there are a number of priorities. And in, in today's economy right now, um, we know that money is tight for um, donors, and yet it's also been proven across the years um, in the world of philanthropy that even during hard economic times, um, donors continue to support those missions and ministries that are critical to them. Um, and the AMS has um, been tremendously um, benefited um, and blessed um, by those who continue to support it. And the annual benefit is one of those opportunities, whether by attendance um, at what is truly a, a, a wonderful evening um, filled with friends and clergy and benefactors who come together, many who come together and more who are traveling further distances to attend every year. Um, it's become a reunion of sorts. Um, and then as also mentioned, the National Collection, was, which is the opportunity every three years um, to support um, Absolutely. And the annual benefit, I've been to every year for the last oh, 10, 12 years. And I have to tell you, it is a wonderful night. It's a, 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 The sit-down dinner is, is excellent. Uh, the John Paul uh, II Shrine is a place that every Catholic must visit at least once, in my humble opinion. Uh, you mentioned the um, sacramental records and the uh, switch over to a digitized format. Uh, we're talking millions of records here. This isn't just a small pile of records here. These records go back to World War I. Uh, millions of records of baptisms and uh, marriages, uh, confirmations uh, performed on military installations the world over. This is no longer a matter of microfilm. It's uh, transition into a uh, manageable format, and that's significant because uh, every now and then, folks need access to their records. A couple contemplating marriage uh, in the church will need to prove uh, they have been baptized, and uh, the way to do that is to contact our uh, Office of Sacramental Records, and uh, the switch over to digital will make it much easier and simpler and faster uh, to gain um, access to those records as time goes on. Uh, so um, many um, projects here underway at the Archdiocese for Military Services, all of which require uh, support from the faithful. Any closing remarks, Mary? Uh, what, the listener out there contemplating, well, should I give to the National Collection? Should I come to the benefit? Should I do both? Uh, what, what's your advice? Is, it, is there anywhere that uh, our listener can go and, and learn more about uh, where those donations will go and how they'll be used. Absolutely, and I appreciate you uh, mentioning that. A couple of things. Uh, for the National Collection, um, you know, uh, I would encourage people to look at the National Collection webpage, which is www.milarch.org forward slash National Collection, um, which includes a video message uh, from Archbishop Berleo talking about the importance of the National Collection and how to support it. Um, it includes resources for the parishes and the dioceses that are participating. Um, it also includes suggestions that if um, perhaps 
uh, of other ways to support the collection. Perhaps your um, pastor would be willing to have someone um, say a few words at Mass to introduce um, the collection. Or um, I know a number of the Knights of Columbus um, councils have been very supportive with um, sharing the news in their parishes. Um, and then um, there are sample remarks that someone can use. That actually initiative came from a gentleman who is uh, currently active duty um, who wanted to say, Mary, here's a script um, that someone can use if, if they so choose to um, make remarks to support the Archdiocese. Um, the, as far as the annual benefit is concerned, um, if you cannot attend, please consider a donation um, and include your prayer intention so that we can include you in the event um, that evening. And Taylor, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that there are other ways that um, individuals can support the Archdiocese through grants received from donor advised funds um, or um, making becoming a recurring uh, monthly donor. Um, and making an, uh, a one-time uh, donation or even becoming a um, planned gift donor um, as far as leaving the archdiocese in their um, estate or will, which is um, more simple than people realize with a simple bequest, or it can um, be more involved, um, but that can be for another conversation. And before we go, I should mention we've talked about quite a bit uh, uh, what the Archdiocese does for um, uh, Catholics practicing uh, uh, their faith in the United States military, those on active duty and their families. Uh, the Archdiocese providing not only chaplains, uh, but also uh, religious support in the form of uh, 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 religious education, faith formation, catechist training, and, and uh, a tribunal to resolve issues of uh, canon law, uh, a um, uh, part, Department of Sacramental Records, and we also mentioned uh, the vocations. And uh, But one point I want to clarify before we go is we've talked about a co-sponsored seminary program. And uh, for those who've uh, followed um, the Archdiocese over a number of years. We all know what that is, but for the benefit of the listener who may not know, what is the co-sponsored seminarian program? So the co-sponsored seminarian program is the only U.S. vocations program um, that provides priests to serve the church and the military chaplaincy. Um, a home diocese partners with the Archdiocese for the Military Services when a man um, comes forth with a vocation within a vocation enters the program, um, uh, expenses are shared over um, the formation years. When ordained, um, he first serves um, in a parish in his home diocese and for three years, and then for the next five years, he serves as an active-duty military chaplain. At the end of those five years, it's a determination um, between the priest and the home diocese um, whether or not he continues as a military chaplain or returns um, to his uh, diocese to serve um, as a priest. None of the chaplains in the military or the VA are uh, directly in are, they, they all we are they're all borrowed. The Archdiocese for the military services borrows all the priests it, um, endorses to serve as chaplains. So there's a there's a co-sponsorship, there's a partnership uh, between the AMS and the home diocese of the priest or seminarian. That's why it's called the co-sponsored 
seminary program because both the AMS and the home diocese are uh, bringing this priest along and uh, splitting the bill for his uh, seminary expenses and tuition. So uh, the AMS pays for half of that. And as you pointed out earlier, we're talking um, millions of dollars in uh, seminary and uh, related bills uh, over the next few years, all of which is unfunded. Uh, the AMS depends on private giving to um, support these these co-sponsored seminarians. I've been talking to Mary Lavin, Executive Director of Major Gifts and Planned Giving. We've been talking about the 2022 Triennial National Collection for the Archdiocese for the Military Services. It's underway now, but most parishes, most parishes, will uh, will take up the collection at Sunday Mass the weekend of November 5th and 6th. And we've also been talking about the 14th Annual Benefit for the AMS, which is coming up on Saturday, November 19th, 2022, at the St. John Paul II National Shrine here in Washington, D.C. Mary Lavin, thank you so much for talking to me. Taylor, thanks so much for the opportunity to talk about these two special opportunities for the Archdiocese. Catholic Military Life is a podcast of the Archdiocese for the Military Services USA, erected by Pope St. John Paul II in 1985 to provide for the free exercise of Catholic faith in the U.S. military, VA medical centers, and the government's civilian workforce beyond U.S. borders. 1.8 million American Catholics worldwide depend on the Archdiocese and its endorsed chaplains for pastoral care. For more information, visit millarch.org. The Archdiocese for the Military Services USA, serving those who serve.